This podcast does not constitute financial or investment advice. It is for educational, general information and entertainment purposes only. Please consult with your own financial advisor before making any financial decisions. Whatever age your children are and whatever way you choose to approach teaching your kids about money, remember that having conversations is the most important thing. We hear that over and over again with guests on this podcast, that just having the conversation opens a door to curiosity and confidence. You're listening to Banking on Girls, the podcast that explores the importance of financial literacy for girls and young women. And I'm your host, Marina Batmiwala. Join me on this journey to uncover insights and inspiration. everyone. Today is a reflection on some things I've been thinking about lately. And at the end of this episode, I want to throw out a challenge to all of us who are parents. In the last episode, episode 36 of Banking on Goals, we talked about teaching kids basic financial literacy concepts early on, even very young kids below the age of seven. And I think that conversation was very eye-opening to me because it's not about teaching kids about things like compound interest and inflation. It's about understanding the impact we're having on them in terms of the values we have and model around money and the purchases that they make at the very younger stages. Rebecca Maxey from the University of Chicago Financial Education Initiative told us that through her work, she's found that teaching kids financial literacy in high school is like putting on a Band-Aid. You can increase their levels of knowledge, certainly, but it can be harder to change attitudes and behaviours by that age. In fact, she says you can have an even better outcome if you start much earlier. So just think about that for a minute. Kids' attitudes and behaviours around money are heavily influenced well before high school. And I don't think this should discourage us from continuing to educate ourselves and teach our children, no matter how old they are or how old we are. In fact, I think it's encouraging that as parents, we can potentially have such a positive influence. So how much younger is it beneficial to start teaching or talking to kids about money? There's an interesting study done by the University of Cambridge, which we've mentioned a couple of times on this podcast. It's called Habit Formation and Learning in Young Children. And one of the most widely quoted findings is that by the age of seven years old, several basic concepts relating broadly to finance behaviors later on in life are typically already developed. So very young children learn behaviors and habits not necessarily by being taught concepts, but because they often enjoy mimicking adult behavior they absorb those behaviours and habits. And according to this research, the concepts that are typically developed by age seven are firstly, counting. Secondly, they talk about the concept of conservation, which is understanding the value of money is not measured by the size of the coin. In other words, it's not the case that because a coin is bigger in physical size that it's also bigger in value. And that's a concept that young kids really have to learn. The third concept is the concept of exchange and equivalence. So understanding that money exchanges require a sense of giving and receiving and of that equivalence. 
And it's interesting that differentiating between wants versus needs is really cognitively and emotionally demanding for very young children. Then the fourth concept is the concept of earning an income, something that we adults are all very familiar with. So those are the concepts that are developed by age seven. But for older children, of course, more sophisticated concepts can be readily learned. I've mentioned a few times that I've been teaching financial literacy to my daughter, Scout Troop, for a number of years. And Scouts as young as 13 or 14 years old can grasp pretty advanced concepts about things like debt, about loans, how loans work, about diversifying a portfolio of investments, how compound interest works, and even investing in stocks of companies that they're familiar with. So those concepts are not out of the questions to start teaching even very young teenagers. But whatever age your children are, and whatever way you choose to approach teaching your kids about money, remember that having conversations is the most important thing. We hear that over and over again with guests on this podcast, that just having the conversation opens a door to curiosity and confidence. And we don't need to feel as parents that we need to divulge every single detail of our financial lives all at once. Conversations, of course, need to be age appropriate, and they can be about your values, your behaviors, or just your attitudes. So this week, I'd like to suggest an activity that we can all do. Schedule 15 minutes to engage with your child about one of these key concepts, depending on their age, of course. So here are the concepts again. Firstly, counting. Secondly, conservation, which is understanding the value of physical money versus the value that it represents. The concept of exchange and equivalence. This can include discussing wants versus needs. And then the final concept is the concept of earning an income. So choose one of these concepts at an age appropriate level for your child. So for example, if you have a very young child, when you go out shopping, discuss the idea of paying and the value you're getting for what you're paying. If you have an older child or a teen, discuss the idea of earning an income and talk about getting a job at an appropriate age, or you can talk about concepts like economic justice and fairness. Most of all, enjoy this time with your child, and I'll look forward to hearing your feedback. Thanks so much for spending a few minutes this week with me, and see you in the next episode of Banking on Goals. Thank you for listening to the Banking on Goals podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please take a moment to rate the podcast and be sure to hit subscribe or follow so you can receive notifications of new episodes. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and at bankingongoals.com.